Yeah, man. So um, we we're just real quick praying for the victims, right? In in, in California. Yes. Going through things. Yeah, that's just been a horrible experience. Uh, my boss was actually showing me pictures of uh, some of our friends that lost their homes. There. Man, yeah. Oh, just, there's just nothing bro. there. Biggest uh, fire in in California history. The one in Northern California. Yeah. But on top of that, there's one in Southern California too. Wow. So um, yeah. But anyway, um, let's 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 get this podcast started. All right, everyone. Welcome another episode. Right, Daniel. Uh, DM yes. Truth and Tech. Uh, I'm Mario Alvarado. And I'm Daniel Escalante. And uh, we're happy. We're happy to be here. We're really um, excited about our topic today. It's 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 pretty exciting. Um, pretty interesting. We I think it's something we need to talk about too because a lot of confusion regarding um, temple and sanctuary issues mm-hmm. yes. um, that are very practical today. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, we want you guys to always have our information because we want you to be part of the conversation mm-hmm. too. Yeah. So DM Truth Tech at gmail.com. Yep. And That's our Twitter. Our Twitter is at DMing Truth and Tech. Yes. You can definitely reach out to us there. Uh, we try to post every day. Um, and that's just, you know, if you want to reach out to us immediately, that would be the best way to do it. Yeah. And join mm-hmm. the conversation. Like, yeah, I mean, absolutely. We'll post stuff there. Uh, Daniel will post, unfortunately, Apple stuff, but <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll post good things like Android stuff. Uh, <laughs> the good side of stuff. Yeah, the good side. But um, jo- join us, you know. Um, and uh, before we, we continue on our, on our uh, podcast, just, uh, you know, talk, want to bring out awareness about the fires going on in California and how yeah. horrible this issue has been. Yeah. Um, we're praying for them. We, we ask that you guys would pray, but also come into, you know, we, we can act. If you guys go to Red Cross website or you guys go to, um, you Google it, different mm-hmm. reliefs, um, fire relief, mm-hmm. um, entities yeah. where yeah. you can donate, you know, and anything yeah. helps. Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, think PayPal, uh, has a little, if you open up the app, it's like right there, you know, they're collecting oh, donations. There you go. Uh, you just tap, you tell them how much. And, um, I think they take it either from your PayPal or whatever you have connected there. Yeah. 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 And sometimes mm-hmm. you might say, well, I don't have a lot of money. I mean, anything helps. Any I mean, little bit helps. Yeah. And, and, and you know, touch your heart and let God guide you in how much mm-hmm. you can, you know, of course, yeah. um, there's a lot of people they've lost. Their lives. We talk about materialistic and stuff like that, but a lot mm-hmm. of these things have like meaning to it. Yes, you know, yeah. Um, yeah. some of them don't have homes, their insurance issues. We don't know. What mm-hmm. we can do is help. Yeah, right? exactly. So as yeah. Christians, let's 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 put uh, the Bible where, where, mm-hmm. or money where our mouth is. Right. Yes. Yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah. and uh, oh, Stan Lee too, bro. I mean, mm. that's. I mean. Maybe it's not man. right to talk about. It. I don't know, bro, but I care. <laughs> that guy was a creative mind, yes, man. Yes, yeah. He's absolutely. a revolutionary. Yeah. The things that he did, the imagination, mm-hmm. um, and him passing away, that's that's a that's a bummer. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, definitely. It was yeah, it was very upsetting news uh to hear this week. Um immediately the thing that came to my mind is all you have to do is think, you know, look at all the uh comic cons that were inspired because of that. Oh man. You know, and I know, you know, I don't know how you feel about, you know, seeing people like, you know, dressed up and, and stuff. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. But yeah. at the same time, like I see community when that happens, you yeah, know. And so that yeah. is the legacy that he left be- behind. He left uh communities. Bro, you know, to be a child, man, mm. to be a child, you know, because yeah. you, you get childhood memories of, mm-hmm. you know, and Spider Man being one of the most acclaimed or mm-hmm. world renowned characters. Mm-hmm. Um, I was reading, I mean, we know he's a teenager, Spider Man is a teenager, but mm-hmm. when he created him, he wanted it to be a teenager because most superheroes were older. Exactly, yeah. But when he created yeah. Spider Man, he was supposed to be a young teenager. He said, I want mm-hmm. a teenager. 
superhero yeah. that acts like a teenager yeah. and, and you know things kind of teenager. Yeah. Just imagination and, and, and creativity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, They're literally a hero for everyone. <laughs> literally, exactly, literally was his bro. mindset. Yeah, there's literally something for for everyone. That's crazy. and uh, the challenges that he brought up were so relevant too in in his comics. Oh, you know, I was reading that even things like uh, like uh, you know, drug abuse and you know, alcohol mm. and stuff like that. He brought all that up as like issues and things like all in his comics. Yeah, bro, X Men. People don't think about it, but mm-hmm. in X Men, he said he wanted to bring a diverse group, mm-hmm. a superhero diverse yeah. group. Um. He created Black Panther. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, you know, the Hulk, Incredible Hulk, and yeah. all these different characters. But anyway, um, legacy obviously will live on, right? And his uh, yeah, creativity. Absolutely. Hopefully, he inspires us also to be creative. <laughs> to in, be creative, yeah. In, in yeah. the way we do things. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, let's get right down to it. It's time for a tech moment for you. Yeah, let's do it. So real quick, um, I just want to talk about an app for Android that I recently downloaded. I had seen it before, but I hadn't downloaded it yet. It really caught my attention. Um, So this is just for Mm -hmm. Android users because, unfortunately, for Apple users, you can't use much of these apps that override the system. Yeah, yeah. And what I mean that is that you can have things where you can access right on your um, home screen. Mm Mm-hmm. And Apple has Doc, but you have to go to it, right? Like, you have to swipe to use yeah, other exactly. apps. And one of the things that I like about Android is that you can use these apps that are, like, right on your mm-hmm. desktop, but they don't, they're not visible right away. Mm-hmm. So they fit into it. Mm-hmm. And they're easily accessible. Mm-hmm. So the app is called Idea Note. If you have an mm-hmm. Android phone, Samsung, whatever, mm-hmm. this app called Idea Note, write it down, mm-hmm. try it out. It's very useful. You can do checklists. It's, it's basically, a, um, for those of that have Apple, it's like a notes app. For mm-hmm. those that have Android, it's like another notes. Mm-hmm. Not to take notes in school. I'm talking about like quick notes. Yeah. Kind of like Google Keep. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Um, you know, just notes. Just a little shopping quick list, things that you need things. to. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Or you want to okay. save a website or mm-hmm. you want to write a checklist for shopping. Um, and it's accessible right from your home screen, but you don't see it. You swipe to the left. Mm-hmm. And you'll see all your notes there on mm-hmm. top of everything. Like it's, you know, some Apple users that haven't used Android might be saying, what, what is he talking about? <laughs> right? yeah. But if you yeah. have Android, you, you kind of have an idea of what I have. Yeah. If not go research it. It's called Idea Note. Mm-hmm. It's quick. If you're on the go, you want to write a note, you swipe, you, it, it gives you the ability to write a note. Mm-hmm. You can even record a note mm-hmm. or voice a note. Wow. So okay. that's the cool thing. You swipe, yeah. and then there's a microphone where you just start talking into it, and then it writes it down. Mm, you know, okay. we, most phones do that, but I'm talking about this is right on the go. Yes, yeah. Very and quick. And I've seen quick. it, like, he, Mario has showed it to me on his phone, and maybe we should share, um, you know, some snippets of you using it on, on Twitter. But oh, uh, it is that's such a, idea, a yeah. yeah, it is such a clean look. Um, it really is incredible, and it's so fast. Um, it's so like easily accessible, like he yeah. says, and it's yeah. It's and this very... is from an Apple user, guys. This yeah, is iOS guy saying this. <laughs> For, okay? Yeah, exactly. So uh, if you have Android, it's it's, yeah. it's 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 very good. So that that would be pretty much my recommendation. We'll obviously mm-hmm. drop the link down on the description, and we'll also put mm-hmm. the link on Twitter, so you can yeah. go on our Twitter account and check that out. Um, and we'll show you like snippet. That's a good mm-hmm. idea, man. Yeah, we should, we should yeah. actually Let's show do them that. so you know yeah, how, sure. how kind of works. But anyway, yeah. uh, bring it to us, bro. What do you got for yeah. a moment? Okay, yeah. So to kind of bum everyone out uh, for a little bit <laughs> <laughs> bring after it. Mario just kind of you know uh, drop some good news for bring us. It, bring it. But um, I actually just uh, sold my MacBook Pro. 
after seven Ooh. years of using a Mac. <laughs> I know what this is about, experience. but say it, say it, bro. Come on, say <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, so this is uh, specifically, this is not, you know, directed toward all Macs, um, but specifically, I jumped on the uh, 2016 MacBook Pros. Okay. You know, the revolutionary design, you know, the yeah. new butterfly keys and everything. Um, the power was there, but what I couldn't rely on was that darn keyboard. Um, it just oh. kept failing on me, man, like three times. I think this was the third time. And, um, wow. and, you know, for someone that, you know, types a lot, you know, we're pastors, we're typing sermons, yeah. administrative stuff. You essays need a, here in school. Essays, yeah, exactly, yeah. And this last time uh, I took it to Apple, they had to ship it off, and uh, they kept it for over two weeks. Two weeks, like two mm. weeks and five days, something mm-hmm. like that. And so, nope, uh, nope. yeah, that was, that was tough. Um, but I finally decided, like, I couldn't be without, uh, or I couldn't have a computer that didn't have a reliable keyboard. Yeah. And so I oh. sold that. I yeah. have a I have a desktop PC now. Oh, I know. It totally went the other other happened? way. <laughs> totally went the other way there. Uh, the experience hasn't been so bad, to be honest. Um, I mean, bro, it's the 21st century. Man. Exactly. A lot yeah. of people think that PCs are are done, right? But yeah. No, no I mean, it's actually pretty pretty your good. Experience and, hasn't been too yeah, bad. Yeah, right? and the cloud services really help a lot. Okay. You know, literally all the stuff that I have on my iPad that I had on my Mac, you know, things that I worked with are still easily accessible on the yeah. PC. So you, you so, have a PC, but you still have an iPad. Exactly. And that's the next thing I was going to say is that okay. it has pushed me to uh, really test out to see um, if the iPad can replace a computer. Mm, mm. You know, we'll see. Okay, so, uh, okay. So far? So, yeah, so far it has, it has? surprisingly. Okay. Yeah, things like uh, you, even man. video editing, uh, audio editing, uh, f- uh, photo editing, it's all there. And so, um, yeah, this week uh, I'm planning on launching a, a video, um, you know, kind of talking about my experience. Okay, uh, okay. So that's what I have for you guys today. Perfect. All right, yeah. guys. So we'll link that. Uh, when, oh, you're saying next week? Uh, oh, Sunday. Week, Sunday. Okay. Sunday, yeah. So that's my goal. around Sunday, go, you know, go ahead and check it out. Um, we won't link that because it's not here, but we will put it on our Twitter account. So yes. you can go and yeah. check out his video and his experience. Mm-hmm. Um, on on this issue, right? Having mm-hmm. a PC, having an app, iPad. Yes, yeah. Um, and with the yeah. MacBook Pro 2016. Mm-hmm. Your, your yeah, let's there. see. Let's see if it's possible to bridge these two worlds. <laughs> all right, all right. Hey, I'm doing it with Android and 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 because yeah, I have a MacBook exactly. Pro. For those that don't know, right? yeah. I have a MacBook Pro. I yeah. have an iPad, mm-hmm. and then I have the Android phone. It's been doing great. Mm-hmm. So um, this is kind of we're challenging these companies to. You know, that yeah. want to keep us with just their... With their things, with their, their stuff. Yeah. yeah, and we're challenging yeah. it to say, hey, it, it, it doesn't have to. We, mm-hmm. There's options. Exactly. But anyway, yeah. um, that's pretty much the tech moment time. And uh, we're really excited about the church mm-hmm. talk moment. So let's yeah, get definitely. down to let's that. Yeah, definitely. Let's get into that. Church talk. Today for church talk, it's going to be great. By the way, thank you guys for some of you guys have gone uh, given us feedback about last time's episode, um, last week's episode, which was a little bit went a little bit long. Mm-hmm. And it's talking about compliance. It's talking about mm-hmm. the reasons and the things going on in our church right now. Yeah. If you haven't heard, we we encourage you go. It's it's forty five minutes long. We don't have a take moment in that one, but I think it's worth it. We have Pastor Sebastian with us uh, as a, you know as a guest, and I think it was it was helpful. Yeah, it definitely was a, a really good conversation. Um, something, yeah, I do recommend that uh, everyone listen to. Yeah, yeah, just so you can get in on the conversation and know mm-hmm. what what's happening. Uh, we've got some questions and stuff like that, and we were happy to answer them. So, mm-hmm. encourage you get into the conversation that we're having. Some of these conversations are already happening. Some of them maybe aren't happening in your local context. But the reason we do this is so we could get conversation going and hopefully change that is that comes positive to the church mm-hmm. and to your personal life, obviously too. Yeah, exactly. So um, today 
we're going to be talking about a thing that happens. Um, we've talked about it in many episodes, mm-hmm. kind of like snippets because yeah, we have to do a lot with this here and there. Yeah. But it's the, it's the issue of misinterpreting the Old Testament and wrongly applying it to today, mm-hmm. specifically when it comes concerning the temple. Mm. Okay. So that's what we're talking about today. Yeah. We're talking about the temple and how impractical it has become when we interpret it the wrong way. Mm-hmm. So this is basically the issue. Let's get to it. Okay. The issue is... Yeah, break it down. That today's church buildings a lot of times are equated to the temple of the Old Testament. Mm, so okay. Yeah, I can see that. People say today, you know, oh, you know, the temple is as holy. The, you know, the temple is holy. This mm-hmm. is holy. Now, we'll, we'll go a little bit into what holy is and all that stuff. Yeah. And, and maybe that's not too much of the issue. The issue is that the Today, we see the church building. There are churches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the physical structures. That see the yeah. physical structure, the church building, as the same as the temple of the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. And so you have a lot of these issues that pop up based and founded on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they're looking at the church through those lenses. And so... Through those lenses. Yeah. Exactly. I can see how that could cause so, some, some issues. And and let's talk, you know, we're going to talk about what are some of those issues. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it's, this comes a lot, and, you know, we, I was raised in a Hispanic church. And I've heard it also in, in, in obviously, in other cultures. Mm-hmm. Um, and we know you guys, it'll resonate what we're saying. Yeah. But the problem with this is that we miss, we're misinterpreting texts from the Bible. Mm-hmm. We're wrongly applying them to today without considering the mm-hmm. hermeneutical right of hermeneutics, mm-hmm. which is the right way to interpret the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are, it's causing like a series of issues that have been caused that won't allow for like mission. In the end, we, we want mission to move forward. Mm-hmm. It's, in the end, we, you say, well, why are you talking about this? What is the point? Well, we want mission to move forward. And, it has come to the point where it's more about the building mm-hmm. than about people. Mm. Okay? Yeah. So what are some of the issues? So I've noticed that, so for example, when, when someone is preaching, they're saying, and, and, and these, these, this thought mm-hmm. follows that when you're in the pulpit, that's like the holiest of holy place. Yes. And when you're in the pews or sitting down, mm-hmm. that's the holy place. Yeah. And then outside is the atrio and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I have heard that. Uh, That reminds me so clearly of an experience I had. Um, This preacher was getting up to speak, Mm -hmm. and he makes a very clear point of taking off his shoes before he steps onto the platform. And he's and then no he way, goes into bro. this like fifteen minute speech in Aventi- about in Adventist church. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then he goes into this What's long the speech. No. Then he goes into like this long twenty minute speech about how um, exactly that he's like whenever I preach I take off my shoes because it's the same as uh, you know being in the very presence of God and so this is now holy ground is what he was saying pretty because much because he and was so that's why now it was because he was in that physical place yes. In yeah. the, the holies of holies because mm-hmm. he was physically on top on the pulpit now, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay, wow. Yeah. Wow, right as bro, And like, crazy. yeah, the platform even had like a little step. And so he left his shoes right at the step. Oh, okay. like oh the, yeah. So then that's clearly there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So in other words, I can, in the holy place, I can put my shoes on, but in the holiest of holies, exactly. I have to take them off. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And people might say, what's the danger in that? Or what's mm-hmm. the problem with that? Well, let's just lay it down. That's not mm-hmm. biblical. Exactly. 
Yeah, it's at not the heart biblical. of it. At yeah. the heart of it, it's not biblical, yeah. and it causes problems. Mm-hmm. Another wrong concept is equating priests of the Old Testament to pastors today. Mm. Yeah. Uh, you have the temple, and so since you equate the temple, you know, the sanctuary ahead today, the church building is the same as the temple back there, and the pastors are the ones working in it and stuff like that, they're mm-hmm. equated to being like the Levites, like the priests. And so they have to... They, sometimes they make them... And, and, and they, well, before I get to that, they make them e- exactly like if they were a priest and they have mm-hmm. to act like a priest. Yeah. The funny part is that we only take specific parts. We yeah. don't ever take the whole concept. Yeah. And this eventually, the consequences is that this thing ties over into like mm-hmm. women ordination or women in ministry time. Because mm-hmm. one of the biggest arguments I've heard is that there was no women priests mm-hmm. in the Old Testament. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in the New Testament... In Christianity, there was no priests, period. At all. <laughs> the only yeah. priest was Jesus. Exactly. So that argument doesn't go, and we'll talk a little bit about those mm-hmm. things. But this creates problems because when the church building gets that elevated, mm-hmm. then we have these issues about reverence. Yes, yeah. And then the idea that we need to police um, the platform, right there. police, right you know, there. we decide... Who can go up? How right they should go up? There. What they should be wearing? What they shouldn't be wearing? Um, and not just even that, but some will even take it further, and will go to even trying to decide what their lifestyle should look like before they even wow. enter the platform. You see what I mean? So like they'll, you know, they'll be like, "Oh, that person can't go because I heard they did such and such this week," and so therefore, at, really, we're saying that they're not holy enough to be up there. Boom. Mm-hmm. And then that's what we, I know there's still churches that don't allow women to go up there mm-hmm. because they say it's not what happened in the Old Testament. Yeah. And yeah, then they're not true. allowed to go in the in the in there. Now, mm-hmm. um basically it comes down to destroying the priesthood of all believers. Yeah. We believe is if you're an Adventist, you mm-hmm. can't believe in this. You you're contradicting yourself. Mm-hmm. If you're a Seventh-day Adventist and you treat the church temple, the church building, like the mm-hmm. temple of Old Testament mm-hmm. and the pastors like that, like the Old Testament and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you are destroying one of our fundamental beliefs, mm-hmm. which is the priesthood of all believers. Yes. The priesthood yeah. of all believers is a main ingrained Protestant mm-hmm. um from the it's 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 a inheritance from the Protestant Reformation. Yeah. It's something Martin Luther fought for, mm-hmm. where he says it, there's no hierarchy anymore. Mm-hmm. Literally sacrificed his life and comfort for this. Wow. Yeah. And so you, the fact that you're saying well, we're checking people, we're saying you can't do this because you have to, mm-hmm. you're not at that level, you're mm-hmm. not holy enough. Yeah. That's not what the Bible teaches in Peter that we are all priests now. Mm-hmm. When Jesus comes and he dies on the cross, and this is, and this, I mean, maybe I'm getting ahead of myself, but th- those are the consequences that we mm-hmm. see. For, before I get ahead of myself, let's stay with the consequences mm-hmm. of this, and is that we destroy the concept of or the principle of priesthood of all believers, mm-hmm. where everyone is a priest, mm-hmm. men and women, mm-hmm. even children. Everyone who's a believer is now a priest. Mm. In a yes. sense, yeah, right, yeah, but not like a priest, like the like Peter wasn't saying you're gonna priest and minister in a temple. He's talking about ministering and in your life, ministering as a church mm-hmm. to other people, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, when we interpret or misinterpret the Old Testament, we're destroying that, and then we're going against our own fundamental belief as Seventh Day Adventists. Mm-hmm. 
a fundamental belief is not that we believe that the the the, sanct- the temple or the sanctuary or the church building is the same as the temple of. Mm-hmm. If anything, one of our fundamental beliefs is that the temple, we do believe in a sanctuary, mm-hmm. but we believe in the heavenly sanctuary. Exactly. Yeah. It's not here anymore. Mm-hmm. So it messes things up because then, like I said, it becomes more about the things and we start policing mm-hmm. and then it becomes less about people. Exactly. We lose me. Bro, how many yeah. people have been hurt because oh, mm. you're, you're irreverent? So or look many how people. you come dressed. Yeah. Or look so how many you... people. Yeah. We start and, lo- it's, and it's even, even doing that in and of itself is a contradiction because uh, I'm reminded of... This is actually what I'm writing uh, an exegesis paper on this semester. Okay. All right, uh, bring Zechari- it, bring it. <laughs> Zechariah chapter three. You know, something that hit home for me this week as I was reading it. Um, you know, the prophet has a vision. He sees, um, I believe it was Joshua. Um, you know, Satan was there, and you know, God, the angel of the Lord was there. And uh, but it says in those verses, it says that um, he noticed that Joshua, you know, was a high priest and that he had filthy garments, mm, right? Yeah, yeah. And um, you know, he was being accused for that. But the yeah. angel of the Lord said, uh, told him, you know what? He he took off those filthy garments okay. and gave him pure ones, gave yeah. him clean ones. And so for me, um, I want to look and explore to see, you know, if that angel of the Lord is is Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, but the main thing that it brought to my point that you know relates to this uh, discussion is that isn't Jesus the only one that can transform, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. isn't Jesus the only one that can say um, who's good enough, who's not good enough? And when he does come up to someone that isn't good enough, he makes them good enough. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? He does. And so, and that's totally contrary to what, um, you know, some of our, our, you know, beloved brothers and sisters do is that they police people into and, you know, guilt them into thinking, you know, you're not good enough to be up there. But they don't take that same step that Jesus might and help them to to make it. You you see what I'm saying? But because, look, that mm-hmm. text that you're saying, God is basically preparing his people to know exactly. that it's about the heart. Yes. It's yeah. about our character. Mm-hmm. It's about transforming it. I mean, boy, do we need transformation. Boy, do I need it, man. Mm. I, I mean, I'm being vulnerable. I do need it. Absolutely. And it's yeah. about that. Same and here. I need to understand that the Holy yeah. Spirit needs to change me. It's yeah. about changing people. Yeah. But the problem is that when we start looking at the temple... As the main thing down here, mm-hmm. like if it's the center of everything, mm-hmm. we start policing these things. If someone comes in jeans, mm. if someone comes with a necklace, if someone comes with the wrong haircut, we think that they are disrespecting the temple and the presence mm-hmm. of God. Yeah. They are not. God is already preparing Israel in there and Zechariah, where he's saying, mm-hmm. to let them know that it is he who transforms the heart. The garments are mm-hmm. a symbolism. Mm-hmm. They're a yeah. symbolism of sin, right? So mm-hmm. now the problem is that today we are we are misinterpreting because we're applying wrong hermeneutics. Mm-hmm. Hermeneutics yeah. is the correct way of interpreting the Bible. Mm-hmm. And as Protestants, as Adventists, we believe that the Bible is its own interpreter, right? Yes. There's, there's, yeah. You know, Absolutely. it interprets itself. Mm-hmm. Um, Ellen G. White believed this, and mm-hmm. she constantly emphasized this, right? Yeah. Because it's, yeah. it, she she even said, "Don't go to my writings to interpret the Bible. Go yeah. to it yourself." Yeah, the you Bible know? is enough. The Bible is yeah. enough. So, one for example, uh, Habak- uh, Habakkuk is that mm-hmm. how you say? It? Yes, yeah. Um, two twenty. Sorry, mm-hmm. I'm used to saying it in Spanish. Habakkuk. Okay, <laughs> two twenty. Uh, it talks about Jehovah being in His temple. Mm-hmm. All the earth, what? Be silent. Be silent. Be still. Bro, how many times have I heard this in songs, oh, in, yeah. in, 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 
in ways of saying, yeah. you know, God is in his temple and that's why we have to be uh, reverent. Yeah. And we have to be silenced. Mm-hmm. That's a song that we sing uh, during one of the, in some churches, the procession, right? Like, you know, when all the yeah. elders and the pastor come in. The little parade and everyone's coming parade. in. And it's, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm trying to make fun of it, right? I'm not. Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying we make, because we do it based on thinking this place right now is totally yeah. like that. Or that, that moment is like this elevated experience. You see what I'm saying? Like yes. We try to like do what we can to like lift that moment up when it's. And because of the place. Because when, of the place, yeah. And that comes as a material. For starters, we don't have the time to go over this text, but this that's a misinterpreted text. Mm-hmm. That text is not, in its correct context, it is not a call for reverence. Mm-hmm. That text is not calling us today mm-hmm. to be reverent. Okay? Mm-hmm. It's not. By the way, the word reverence doesn't mean silence. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. Because we read that text and we say, oh, mira, look, they're being, re-, you know, God is saying to be reverent. By being silent. By yeah. being silent. Yeah. It's not about reverence. He's not re- making reference to reverence. He's making reference to silence. Mm-hmm. But he's trying to silence the prophet because the prophet has kind of gone on his nerves, on God's mm-hmm. nerves, right? Yes. I mean, that kind of sounds a little weird. But if you read the story, God is basically telling something to Habakkuk. And he's saying basically, hey, kind of like be quiet and listen to what I have to say. What I That's, say yes, is the yeah. final word, yeah. and I need you to listen to what I have to say. Mm. And that happened because when God would come into the temple, what he said, that's his will, that's what was done. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, if you read the context, it's not a call to be reverent or silent in the church building. No, it's a specific issue. The problem is that we grab that text out of the context, mm-hmm. and we apply it to today, and we bang people, mm-hmm. sometimes because their babies are crying. Mm-hmm. We bang people because maybe you're wearing the wrong tie, or because mm-hmm. you're not wearing one, or because you're wearing jeans, or because, you know, you're, you're I don't know, many ways. And, and we make it, and God cares more about people. Mm. God cares about the heart. That text cannot be applied for that. If exactly. we do apply a temple text, if you apply that, mm-hmm. then all the women have to get out, Okay. Yeah. All the women have to get out. All the men have to get out because you know what? They're not Levites. Mm-hmm. Even the pastors can't be priests because they have to. Be, you got to be a Levite in order to be a priest. Mm-hmm. So if you say, "Well, then no, that doesn't apply." Well, how come you can apply one part of the Bible? You're not and not the, the rest whole, of it. Not yeah. the rest of it. Exactly. And that creates a huge issue mm-hmm. because we start this policing attitude. Mm-hmm. And instead of having a worship attitude, mm-hmm. we have a policing attitude. Yeah, or even a loving attitude. We have like Ooh. this judgmental one. Yeah, we have, instead of a loving, exactly. Yeah. But we justify it by using these wrong texts. Mm. We say, no, but we have to do it. As, my de- as a deacon, it is my job to police and make sure that everyone is reverent mm. in this building. Yeah, and God never said that. <laughs> and God never said that. He never that. said it's your and job to... Mm. You're looking at the Old Testament as in a, a specific part where it's talking about a symbolism mm-hmm. that eventually comes true mm-hmm. in the life of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Now we start getting into the solution part. Now let's talk about yes, why yeah. it doesn't apply. Well, when Jesus died on the cross, something happened with the veil in the sanctuary. Mm, yes, it did. It tore right down the middle. And as Adventists, we emphasize that so much. Mm-hmm. But but so we but say we don't uh, live it. <laughs> but we don't live it. Yeah. So the veil tore, but let's still like I, I would ask that guy, right? Mm-hmm. Respectfully, the guy who took mm-hmm. off his shoes. So why did the veil rip? Mm-hmm. 
Like, if they, the, why did the veil rip? Oh, no, it was a symbolism. I mean, of course it was a symbolism. Basically yeah, I, saying that yeah. the sanctuary is done with here on earth. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, and now more so that anybody could come into the presence of God. Wow. It was open to anybody. Hebrew says that. Mm-hmm. Come now. Come mm-hmm. now. He says confident to the throne of God. Mm-hmm. And we preach that as Adventists. Mm-hmm. The problem is that a lot of times we are caught up in misinterpreting texts and applying these texts that aren't even part of our fundamental beliefs. And we contradict our fundamental beliefs because now after that veil ripped, the sanctuary is now in heaven. Yes. The physical one, right? Yeah. We believe that. There's a physical sanctuary in heaven. So the people ask, so, what, what, so what's, what's the church today? The church is us. Exactly. We pray this a lot. We say, we say where there's two or three in your name, Lord, we thank you because that was your promise that you would be there. Mm-hmm. The temple... Of back then is now not is in the New Testament, it's not physical anymore. Mm-hmm. In the sense that it's not okay, let me say it's not physical. It's not um forget that I said it's not physical. It's not a building anymore. There you go, yeah. Now it's the people. Mm-hmm. In in Sol in 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 oh, I need to get this text. We'll pro- we'll put it. It's, yeah. it's Chronicles, or maybe you can help out Chronicles, Kings, where where um where um Solomon uh, where he presented the temple, mm-hmm. where they dedicated it to, the dedication of the temple, mm, okay. the dedication yeah. of the temple, Solomon. When that happened, fire descended. Yes. Into the temple. Yes. In the New Testament, the veil is ripped. There's no physical temple anymore here on earth, the, the, that temple, or not physical, but that building. Now it's in heaven. But now fire, dis- do you know where fire descends in the New Testament? The Holy, uh, the Holy, the Holy Spirit. Spirit, yeah. It descends now, not Upon on a building. The, no, not on the building. <laughs> Ooh, it mm. descends on people. On people. On, yes. Because upper they're room the right church. There. Yes. They're the church where mm-hmm. two or three are come together. My name, my presence is there. So now the mm-hmm. presence of God is not limited to a building. It's limited to where there's the people of God come together. Exactly, yes. It's not where two or three are gathered, then the presence of God is in that building. It's Ooh. He's there in the people. So exactly. he's in that building mm-hmm. because the people are there. Exactly, yeah. But guess what? The rest of the week, he's not there. Mm-hmm. You know, I used to think, oh, well, we're leaving. God's going to stay here. This is his house. We also start, like where he Dios. lives. Yeah. It's like Casa de Dios. <laughs> yeah. You know how that creates a problem? Yeah. Because we think God stays over there. We go out. I've heard people say this, bro. I've heard people say mm. this. Oh, in the church? No, I will never allow this in the church building. Never in the, in the mm. sanctuary. Outside, go ahead and do whatever you want. But here in the church building, you don't. I'm thinking, bro, and where do you think the church, where do you think the house of God is? Wow. Because last time I checked, Paul said that we are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Mm. So la casa de yes. Dios, the house of God, is not the building. Mm-hmm. It's you. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's exactly. not the building. It's you. Mm-hmm. And that creates an issue because then you see a lot of people doing being one thing outside. Mm-hmm. But it's okay to be, you know, uh, uh, I'll do it outside, but I never do it inside the church. Exactly, yeah. What? Yeah. But you so, yeah, are the church. So it's kind of like you have people that watch their language when they're in the church, but yeah. then when they're outside of church, it's like they can say whatever they want. Or they, you know, they might be not okay with doing, you know, I don't know, running in the church or I don't know, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. But then outside of it, they're okay with it. So it's like it's, there's an inconsistency there. You know, the Bible wants us to be the same 
everywhere, you know, because God is with us everywhere. Because we are the temple. Exactly, yeah. The temple yeah. is not a building anymore. Mm-hmm. Now, we can talk about dedicating specific structures or things mm-hmm. to God later. Yeah, for his honor, for, for his, his uses, honor. purposes, will, and all of that. Yeah. Definitely. We have that. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't make that place the center here. Mm-hmm. By the way, the temple was destroyed. Yes, it was. The temple was destroyed. And there's never been one built again. Mm-hmm. You know, one whole temple again, like, you know, for everybody. For I mean, for the Jew, in the Jewish yes, time. Yeah. There's no more temple. And even today, we think we're building little temples in different places. We're not. Mm-hmm. God said, my temple is now going to be in different places of the earth. Go and make disciples to all nations. Mm-hmm. The church was not meant to be in one place anymore. It was supposed to be everywhere that his people were at. Exactly, yeah. And this creates issues when we don't understand this. Exactly. Even I can even see how that could create issues for evangelism uh, that we've even talked about before. Right there. Because we have this idea then that the way to save people or to reach out to people is we got to get them into this building. Yeah. You know, we got to get them in here. Yeah. But um, yes, yes, it's never about, you know, going out there and us being the church, being the examples out there. So that they can, just by, you know, seeing us, talking with us, they can be converted. It's all about, oh, we got to get them. Like, you know, when evangelistic meetings come around, you know, all of the members are like, we got to get them. I got to get my friends somehow to hear the pastor speak. How do I do that? Yeah. I can't, I can't tell them anything. I can't share with them, you know, what he's talking about. It has to be in that building before the pastor. Wow. And all our energy, Mm -hmm. all our money, all Mm -hmm. our time is invested into getting them to come to a place mm-hmm. when we, we lim- we're limiting God. Exactly, yeah. And, and God, I think, man, God is, way, God, is, God is above and beyond what we ever would think. Mm, yeah. Above and beyond. You think it would have been made sense for him to say, okay, I'm going to keep a temple so everyone can come? That doesn't make sense. No. That, that wouldn't work. And that's why yeah. a lot of churches are dying today mm-hmm. because they're limiting everything to just that church building, mm-hmm. making it as if it's the temple and people need to come. No. We need to go out. That's the purpose of the church. The only, it, 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 if anything, in Acts, it says that they met in the temple, but now it adds something. They also came together in their homes. Mm-hmm. And it's good that they came together in their homes because guess what? In a few years late, a few years later, the temple got destroyed. They all had to leave. They had to, lot more, they had to leave Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. We have to remember that. So yeah, there was did. no other temple. They came together in synagogues and maybe in other places, but the main place they came together was in the home because they knew that the church was not the building, was not the temple. Mm-hmm. It was them. Exactly. It was them coming together. Mm-hmm. And if we were to grasp this today, can you imagine the replica? Can you imagine the the results that would come mm. from a church that knows that it doesn't have to be stuck within four walls? Mm-hmm. We'd have more experiences of. Um, I'm reminded of the three Hebrews. Ooh. You know what I mean? Like yes. they were. Even though they were in another, you know, strange country, you know, the king was telling them to worship a strange idol. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of their friends must have been telling them like, hey, just do it. You know, when when in Rome, do what the Romans do, right? Well, yeah. Pretty much. But no, because they didn't limit themselves to like, no, you know, they didn't limit themselves to just Jerusalem that, you know, that's where we are, you know, disciples of God or followers of God. No, we're followers of God anywhere. anywhere. Whatever land we find ourselves in, whatever people we're before, Whoever is telling us, you know, whatever, yeah. we are still the people of God. And so they were able wow. to stand their ground. Wow. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I mean, all right. Well, I mean, we got to wrap this up, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's a good topic. It is. It, yes. it happens a lot in our churches, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. And, and it impacts everything. How we see this, wow, the temple just, yeah, impacts how we will minister to the communities we live in. How you minister to people. Mm-hmm. Are you more yeah. concerned in what they wear because they're inside the building? Are you mm-hmm. more concerned that their baby's making noise because you think it's mm-hmm. irreverent? Or are you more concerned about their life, about what they're going mm-hmm. through, how we can help them, how we can exactly. nurture them? I don't know. You know, there's, yeah. the, and that's what Jesus in the end was about. Mm-hmm. He was about people. And so, you know, a suggestion like just pastors aren't priests. Mm-hmm. Pastor is just a gift. Mm-hmm. It's a gift of leadership that God has given to yeah. certain people. Exactly. They're not meant to be on a pedestal or anything no, like that. No, they are not. Mm-hmm. And we believe in the priesthood of all believers. Mm-hmm. So, if one thing we can tell you is like, you know, check. Double check whatever you hear <laughs> yeah. with the Bible. Yes, absolutely. You know, don't yeah. just go on YouTube and you hear something, or, or even don't just go on this podcast and say, oh, look, <laughs> yeah. these guys say what, what exactly. they're saying must be true. You know, yeah. we encourage you, go look it up. You know, look at these texts, study more into the situation. We're just here getting the conversation, mm-hmm. but don't just take someone's word for it because there's a lot of that going on right now. And there's a lot of, you know, people giving things around and say, oh, look, this pastor said this. Yeah, but you know what? God's giving you because you are part of the church. Exactly. And he's giving you also the authority and the Holy Spirit to be able to go into the Bible yourself and discern those things and be able to discover them. Of course, it's good to consult other people and and, 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 and listen. But, um, yeah, that's something we would encourage you guys, you know, all our listeners to do. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, yeah, either way, we're really happy that you guys were you know able to join us, listening in. Um, what do you guys think? Yeah, let us know. What are your experiences? Talk to us. Yeah, is there you know, something that you guys are on, dealing with? Is yeah. it, I don't know, reach out to us. We're yeah, willing email, to. Twitter, uh, we're on both of those platforms. So definitely. definitely just let us know. Awesome. Well, that pretty much sums up for today. Um, we, will, we hope you guys would come in next week and join us. Uh, and yeah, catch you guys next week. All right.